Welcome to the Quit by Healing podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the topics around men's mental health and men's self-development. And our starting point here is related to porn addiction. Porn use may be the currently most common addiction among especially the male population. Many people are addicted to this. Many of them don't even realize that it's an addiction, have no idea how this affects the brain and the dopamine system. And it is the cause of a lot of confusion and suffering. And for men specifically, this is often one of the big blockers to you becoming the man you're meant to be and to your own personal development. Today, I'm going to do a bit of untangling because some of the suffering and confusion caused by porn addiction has to do with a tangle it creates between sexual desire in general, between everything to do with sexual desire and sexuality from dating and romance to masturbation and sex. And that all gets tangled up with porn and the addictive behavior and all of the negative consequences that come with it. A basic idea that I've always advocated for through Quit by Healing is that yes, Porn is addictive and it does a lot of harm and you're probably better off without it in your life. But that doesn't mean that masturbation is bad. It doesn't mean that sex is bad. It doesn't mean that you should feel ashamed about your sexual desires. And I've seen that for many porn users, these ideas are quite challenging. And one of the reasons for that is that many people cannot really distinguish between pornography masturbation, and sex. For some of you listening, when I say that these are three separate distinct things, that makes perfect sense. But for many porn users, it doesn't really, even though maybe theoretically you understand, yeah, okay, those are three different things. In practice, many porn users have never experienced these separately because many, especially younger people, have grown up with screens and internet access and may have discovered masturbation through pornography. So you came across sexual imagery, pornographic imagery first, you experienced arousal and you then discovered masturbation. And you have only ever masturbated to pornography. So right away, porn and masturbation are kind of interlinked in your experience, in your lived experience. There is no separation. They've always been together. This is true for millions of people. Also, many people have experienced masturbating to pornography, but have never experienced actual sex with a partner. And again, this is especially true for younger people because, well, it's normal that you start being sexually active at some point in adulthood. So if you're in your teens or early 20s and you've never had sex before, that's actually perfectly normal. What's different if you're that age now versus people of my age and older is that you have had essentially this extreme sex life already. You've experienced so many sexual things but it's always been through pornography and masturbation. So this is all just to say, here's how these concepts become one single tangled mess. And then it gets even more complicated when you consider that many porn addicts, when they do have sex with a partner, they actually have some trouble and they really imitate pornography and they also actually fantasize about pornography in, in order to get off, like they can only get off that way. And a recent report showed even that it is becoming a more and more common phenomenon for men to only have sex while watching porn. So they will basically say, look, I have to have my laptop on the bed and porn has to be playing on it in order to have sex with my girlfriend. 
So that is the tangled mess I was talking about. Porn and masturbation and sex are all tangled up together. So just for absolute clarity, here's how I use these terms. Here's what I mean when I say pornography. When I say pornography, I mean any kind of stimulative material that you consume that is arousing. So that can be videos of people having sex. It can be pictures. It can be pictures of people in various states of undress. It doesn't really matter, you know, how hardcore it is. It can be drawn stuff. It can be animated stuff. It can be audio. If you're consuming something that has the express purpose of turning you on, that's what I mean when I talk about porn. Masturbation is simply the act of touching yourself in an arousing way. And of course, masturbation can happen without porn. Just like you can watch pornographic stuff and not touch yourself, you can touch yourself and not watch pornographic stuff. And finally, when I say sex, when I use the word sex, what I mean is a real-life, in-person interaction with another person where you are touching each other in ways that are sexually arousing. And exactly what you're doing and whose genitals are doing what doesn't really matter. What matters is that it's in real life. It is not on a screen. It's you and another person interacting with each other. And yes, if you could also be more people, that's still sex. But that's the important distinction here, right? Pornography is the consumption. Masturbation is self-pleasure. And sex is pleasure with another. Why is it important to make this distinction in the first place? Well, from my research and from my work with people, I have seen that something is very clearly true, which is this. Pornography is harmful. It's quite easy to explain why pornography is harmful. I've covered this extensively in other content pieces. But in short, pornography is a hyperstimulus. Pornography is just like cigarettes or other stimulating drugs. It kind of hooks into part of your brain, kind of overdrives part of your brain. And because it's such a strong stimulus, it makes you want more and more. In a way, porn tricks your brain into wanting more porn. And this leads to a cycle of escalation and overuse. And it leads to suffering. It leads to the kind of situation where even if you realize that it is harmful for you, you can't stop yourself from doing it. And this is what we call addiction. This is an effect that pornography reliably has, especially on men who use it. And I'm very comfortable to say that there is a large base of evidence that shows us that yes, pornography is addictive and it is harmful. And that's why I say that in general, you're very likely to be better off without pornography in your life. However, on the other hand, my research and my experience also tells me that masturbation by itself is not particularly harmful and sex and sexuality by themselves are not harmful and not bad. At this point, it might be good to remind listeners that I am not religious and none of what I talk about is religiously motivated, meaning that I do not believe that there is a God or a higher power who is upset with you because you touched yourself in a way that is pleasurable or because you touched someone else in a way that is pleasurable. I do not believe that sexual desire and sexual pleasure are sinful or bad in any way. Now, if you have religious beliefs, and that's one of the reasons you want to quit porn, and if you do believe that it's somehow sinful or shameful or whatever to touch yourself or touch someone else, that's between you and God. And if that's you, and if you're skeptical of my idea that this stuff isn't actually bad or sinful, what I would suggest is that you, in whatever way you can, have a conversation with your God about whether all of this sexual shame and tension really serves anyone. Does it serve you? Does it serve someone else? Does it serve your community to be someone who is steeped in shame about their very basic desires? I think that is worth exploring. Now that we've covered these very basics, there are some deeper topics here that are worth exploring. So 
As I've established just now, I believe that pornography is harmful and addictive. Other forms of sexual expression and desire are not harmful and not bad for you. And this is one of the reasons why one of my basic recommendations to quit porn is to focus on pornography. Get pornography out of your life and don't do nofap. So don't tangle up pornography with masturbation and say both of them are bad. And what I need to do is never watch porn again and also never masturbate again. Look, this is simply trying to quit two things at the same time. And it's harder to do that than trying to quit one thing at a time. Plus, you're trying to quit something that's harmful plus something that's not really harmful. And you're just making it harder for yourself. So a lot of guys will simply find it a lot easier to focus on just being porn free. And sometimes when you have a really strong sexual urge, you masturbate. You masturbate without porn. And that helps you stay porn free. And then the longer you're porn free, the easier it is to stay porn free, right? Eventually, it's just your new normal. It's just a new habit. And if you want to stop masturbating or if you want to reduce your masturbation, it is much better to do that once you're already porn free. Once you haven't seen porn in like 90 days or so, then you can go, hold on, maybe I'm masturbating every day. And I go, maybe this is too much. Maybe this is not good for me. Maybe this is also, maybe it can also be slightly addictive. It can also be compulsive, right? And you go, you know what, I, I don't think it's good for me to be masturbating every day. But now that I'm porn free, now I can address this and see what happens if I also cut out masturbation. I can see, does it feel better? And maybe you come to the conclusion that you want to be someone who never masturbates. Maybe you come to the conclusion that you want to be someone who masturbates whenever you actually feel some desire and there's no one you're having sex with. And that's probably not every day. That might be once a week or twice a week or something like that. But you can come to a healthy conclusion on your own through experimentation. But the basic idea is do it separately. Do one after the other. It just increases your chances of success. Now, this would be my universal recommendation for everyone. But unfortunately, it's not. And this brings us back to the tangled mess. In my experience, for most people who want to quit porn, this is a better approach to do it. Separate porn from masturbation, stay porn free, allow yourself to masturbate. For some people, this just doesn't work. It's, as soon as you start masturbating, it's so tied up with your addiction. As soon as you start masturbating, you lose control, you end up watching porn. And in that case, you do have to quit both. But even if the method of quitting works for you, so you're porn free, but you masturbate, you might find that you masturbate a lot. And let's say you do it every day or even several times a day. And you will probably find that because you have porn brain, because your brain has been so affected by porn use, what you're really doing when you're masturbating is you're creating porn in your mind. And a typical symptom of this is that you have the same sense of escalation in your mind as you had in your porn use. So when you use porn, and this is the same with any addiction, there's always an element of escalation. With pornography, it's that initially you get excited about just like seeing a naked person, right? A picture of a naked person. That's exciting. And you might masturbate and orgasm just from one picture. But over time, you need more and more stimulation. And you're watching videos and you're watching maybe videos of people having sex, but then that's not stimulating enough. And then you get into more niche fetish stuff, right? And eventually you're watching like really specific, maybe really extreme, maybe even disturbing stuff. Why does this happen, right? So now you're, you're watching, you have like 17 tabs open with some fairly disturbing, really extreme stuff happening in each one. And that's how you get off. Now, why did this happen? How do you get from just being excited from seeing a naked person to all of this? Well, this is escalation and desensitization. Over time, when you're addicted, you need more and more and more stimulation to get the same level of excitement. 
then when you cut out pornography, when you cut out that visual stimulation, you'll probably have difficulties masturbating and getting off just using your imagination. And what you'll do is in your imagination, you'll be creating these extreme porn scenes. You'll be imagining these relatively extreme scenarios in order to get off. Now this by itself is still much less harmful than consuming actual pornographic content. So if that's what you're doing, that's fine. That's still better than being a porn addict, okay? It's still better to be addicted to your own self-made pornography in your mind and masturbate a lot. But if you want to have a healthy sex life and if you want to really get away from the porn addiction, you do have to address this as well. So let's talk about unhealthy versus healthy masturbation. So unhealthy masturbation in a way that is typical for a porn addict is two things. One, it is making porn in your mind, as I've just explained. And two, it is compulsive. So it could be something like every time I go to bed, I masturbate or every time I am emotionally triggered in some way, every time something upsets me in a specific way, I masturbate. So it's not that you're making a choice to masturbate and it's not really an act of self-love. It is just something triggers you and you do it. Healthy masturbation would be the opposite of both of those things. Healthy masturbation is when you do it because you want to and you do it as an act of self-love. And it is when you focus on the sensations. The best and healthiest way to masturbate is to do it when you feel sexual desire and you feel like right now, the way I want to respond to that sexual desire is through masturbation. And when the act of masturbation is basically mindful, where you are focusing on the feelings in your body and you're focusing on making yourself feel really good and you don't need imagery for that. This is the kind of masturbation that I recommend you try to work towards. This doesn't happen from one moment to the next, especially if you've had a porn addiction for a long time. So be kind to yourself, be gentle with yourself, understand that yes, initially you'll be making porn in your mind, you'll be masturbating compulsively, all of this stuff, it's fine, right? Take it slow, take it slow. But over time, I just wanna describe this as this is the goal if you wanna develop a healthy masturbation habit, that's the goal to aim for. And just see if you can, over time, stop that impulse. Ask yourself, hold on, do I actually want to masturbate right now? Do I actually want to do this as an act of self-pleasure or am I just being compulsive? And also to kind of bring your attention back to the physical sensations. As you're masturbating and you find yourself lost in fantasy, just try to come back to the physical sensations in your body. And over time, you can train yourself to enjoy masturbation in a very different way. Now, one of the big benefits of this is that it will make your sex life so much better. Which brings me to the next topic I want to talk about. What about real partnered sex? As I already mentioned, I do not believe that sex is in any way harmful or sinful or bad. And it is not something to be ashamed of. However, it is something to be careful about. It is important that when we're having sex that it is safe and sane and consensual. It is important to make sure that this is this is a big deal. I am basically not a big believer in casual sex. I would argue that sex is never really all that casual. And for example, there's always risk involved. There is the risk of infections. There is the risk of pregnancy. So it's something you have to be careful about. In that sense, it's already by default much less casual than let's say having dinner with someone. So yes, I'm a believer in casual dinners, but not in casual sex. But also it is something that is emotionally activating. People get, tend to get attached to each other and it can lead to all kinds of things. So you have to be careful. And I'm a big believer in being careful and highly ethical when it comes to how you have sex. Having said that, porn addiction also affects sex. 
And typically, the more addicted you are to porn, the more difficult it is to have a good and healthy sex life. Because, as I mentioned before, what tends to happen is that you can really only get off to pornography and you either have to be watching pornography while having sex or you have to be making pornography in your mind in order to be having sex. Or you have to try and recreate pornography. So maybe the extreme niche tastes that you've gotten yourself into through pornography are something that you then try to replicate and it can create this kind of situation where you can only get excited, you can only have sex with someone, you know, when you're having the costumes on and the whips and the chains and the multiple partners and all kinds of stuff going on, which is it's all fine to play with that stuff. But if you could become dependent on it, if you're chasing a high and if you go, well, unless all of this stuff is going on, I just can't get off. That is a bad sign. Because the truth is, just like we said before, masturbation can also be compulsive. Masturbation can also be done in a way that's not good for you. Well, so can sex. Sex can be done in a way that's not good for you. Sex can be chasing a high. How often is sex happening with some kind of, you know, drugs involved where people get drunk first or they take other stimulants or other things in order to get off, in order to loosen their inhibitions and in order to be able to connect with each other? None of this is a great sign. If you need all of this extra stimulation and you need to be fantasizing and you need all kinds of stuff just to connect with another person and actually be able to get off, I think that's not a sign that this is a healthy situation. And all of this stimulation seeking and excitement seeking and porn addiction basically all leads to disconnection. You can no longer just connect with a person and you can't be present with them. This is really the biggest indication or the clearest indication of how healthy your sexuality and your sex life is. If you have a healthy sexuality and a healthy relationship to your own sexual desire and an ability to connect with someone else, then you can be fully present. So you can be here with that other person and you can enjoy the current sensations. You can enjoy what's happening right now. And if you find yourself escaping the present moment, so you're thinking about what's gonna happen next, or you're thinking, oh, I wish I wanna do this, or you're imagining someone else, or you're having sex with your partner, but you're imagining someone else because seeing your partner somehow isn't exciting enough, or you're fantasizing, you're always escaping the present, you're escaping the present moment. And that is a sign that something is off. That is a sign that you're somehow disconnecting. So the way I see it, there is a very healthy, wholesome, healing version of sex, which is mindful, present sex. It is when you're fully connected with that other person and you're fully in the moment. And sure, it can involve, you know, toys and experimentation and all kinds of stuff. But all of that is like the cherry on top. If the thing that you're really focusing on is the present moment and the physical sensations and the connection with that other person, that is what healthy, deeply connected, healing sex looks like and feels like. And anything that you're doing to escape from that moment or anything that you need to add on, otherwise you can't stay hard or you can't get off, is a sign that something isn't quite right. So as you can see from these examples, unfortunately, porn addiction can affect all these other aspects and areas of your sex life as well. And it, sometimes you have to go through a period of abstinence in order to reset, in order to heal that. This is true for masturbation and for sex. A period of abstinence can really help like reset your sensitivity, reset your expectations and help you connect with that kind of present mindful experience of pleasure that I've been talking about. It is much easier to do that when you've abstained for a while, when you get really excited, when you get really worked up, you get really horny, basically. That makes it easier to connect with someone and stay in the present moment. When you are stuck in a routine and you're having sex on a regular basis or you're masturbating on a regular basis, 
it's harder to change anything about that. I mean, that's what routines are like, right? They're automatic. You automatically fall into the same habits. So if you want to heal that, that's my recommendation. Take some time off. And that's even with your, with a partner, right? Tell them about this, communicate with them and tell them, hey, let's just not have sex for a while. And you can still be, you know, maybe you can give each other massages. You can still be close. You can still be with each other, but you can say, let's let's just not go to the sexual for a while. And let's let that build up. Let's let the desire for each other build up. And maybe after a week, maybe after 10 days, maybe after two weeks, whatever it takes, at some point you might be, okay, now I'm really excited to connect with you and it will be easier to then do that and stay mindful. So there you go. That is kind of a summary of the tangled mess of sex and porn and masturbation and my recommendations of how to untangle them. As you can see, what I'm presenting here is a nuanced view and it's a bit difficult. Most of the time when you look at nofap stuff, when you go in into a nofap forum or, or look at religiously motivated content about creating porn, it is much easier to understand because it's a black and white picture. Because it just says all of this stuff is bad. It's sinful. Don't do it. And you win the game by just not doing it at all, right? The, the less you do it, the better it is. So someone who no porn, no masturbation, no sex, nothing at all. I don't, I'm not even looking at women, right? It's like I turn my eyes away when I see a woman in real life. It's like that's almost you're the best. You're winning at NoFap because you're avoiding all the bad things. That's very black and white. That's very easy to understand. Unfortunately, it's not very useful. It's not the best idea for most people. And what I'm presenting here is simply a more nuanced view where, yes, sometimes sex can be healthy. Sometimes it can be unhealthy. Sometimes masturbating is what you should do in order to help yourself get unaddicted. Sometimes abstaining is what you should do in order to take the next step in healing. It's just a bit more complicated. But I hope my explanations here make sense to you and help you understand why it's a bit more complicated. And I hope you also realize that reality is often a little more complicated than just a black and white story. And with Quit by Healing, I am committed to giving you the real story. And I'm committed to treating you like an adult. I assume that you can take it, that you don't need me to tell you an oversimplified fairy tale just to keep your attention. So with that, as always, if you have any other questions about this or you have other topics in mind that you would like me to cover in future episodes, leave a comment on the YouTube version of this podcast episode or go to the podcast page, which is linked in the description, where there's a message button where you can leave me a voice message. Also, check out the first link in the description to join the Quit by Healing community where you can get accountability to overcome your porn addiction and join the Quit by Healing program, which teaches you exactly what to do in what order in order to beat your porn addiction in just 21 days. So all of that is in the links in the description. And with that, thank you for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.